So how do we hold space for other people? So first we do the inner work, which is quite a process because we're never done with this process. Um, And if it was done quickly, we wouldn't be here on earth as long as we are. But there is always something to learn. Um, So I want you to not worry about having to be perfect because who is, right? So your kid's having a moment or they're talking to you about a situation that they've had and you recognize that you're triggered. You feel pain and you go to that automatic response of I want to fix this. So maybe you'll offer advice um, or you'll think, you know, like if only you'd do X, Y, Z, then it would all be so much easier. So that's what we tend to fall to doing. So I want you to begin to become aware of these automatic responses and instead allow the other person to be in their process, to be hurt and to instead deal with your own pain and accept that. So the more that you can do that, the more you can be in service to yourself, the more you will be able to accept the other person and see them in the process. Um, and and you'll recognize that they are on their own hero's journey. So, you know, they're, they're learning and sometimes they need their pain to wake them up. And you can't take the pain for them. They have to do it for themselves. But we can guide them. We can show them the door, but they have to be ready to go through the door, which that's the whole thing of healing, right? So the whole thing we're needing to do here is to really heal yourself first so you can role model how this can work for your child. So many of us are told to focus on the positive, you know, practice gratitude, um, look at abundance so that more comes into your life. But what happens if we're only focused on the positive is that we're actually running away from our real emotions and we can fall into a trap of bypassing all the feels and then we fall into guilt we fall into that shame cycle because we want the unicorns and the rainbows but by suppressing or blocking the yuck emotions we are in turn suppressing and blocking the yummy ones as well and we live in a world of light and dark so if we're just to focus on one side we push away or we start to suppress the other side and then it's inevitable that it's going to really leak out in some way or another. So becoming aware of our fear, aware of our lack, by acknowledging it but not attaching to it, we can begin to really heal all parts of ourselves. We all have dark thoughts sometimes, like every single human in the world does. We wouldn't be human if we didn't. But we don't need to do a dance and fall in love with the dark side. Um, We can allow these thoughts um, and feelings to pass us by. But we do need to be able to acknowledge them first. And suffering is a part of life. We all do suffer in some way. But we're desperate to move straight to happiness, right? Instead of sitting in the shit of it and allowing the process of holding ourselves in love within the struggle. So I want to put it to you this way. If you had a friend who's struggling and they talk to you about their struggle 
And all we do when they talk about it is that we offer up suggestion after suggestion. So we try to change it or we try to fix it or we try to get them to move on really quickly past it because that would be way easier for us if that happened, right? Versus if we offer up a listening ear, words of empathy, like that sounds really hard, tell me more. Or simply, I'm here for you. And tongue behind teeth, no interruption for them. So think for a moment, if you were struggling, do you want to hear the solutions? Or do you want to be held, loved, seen, heard and accepted as you are? Holding space for someone as being a safe container for emotions to arise. And if you want to be able to hold space for your child or another, you need to be able to know your own feelings and pain and to be able to sit in the muck of it. And as parents, we do feel our child's pain. We have that sense of needing to fix it. And we can begin to start to recognize when that's happening for us. And when the pain arises within us, matching their state, their pain, sorry, instead of, nope, nope, I'm not letting this yuck feeling arise, this doesn't feel good for me, I'm not going to try, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and turn it into something more positive, I'm going to force a smile, maybe I'm going to laugh, oh, I've got this. Instead of that, because that's not how you truly feel in the moment, Instead of trying to change it into something else, because that's saying no to a part of yourself, it's suppressing a part of yourself that needs to be heard. So instead of turning away from it, allow it to be heard, breathe into it, say to yourself, I see you, I hear you, what is the message you're saying to me? Once you begin to listen to your inner child, um, it does begin to return to its natural state, but there's more that needs to be done before that. So it depends on what's happening within as well, because there's lots of different levels here, um, levels of thoughts that we're thinking. Um, we may fall to depression, so that's ruminating over the past, like this has happened before, I can't move through it. Um or we might move to anxiety. So this is where we skip ahead to the future and we come to the what-ifs. Like my child's going to become a psychopath because he threw a toy at his sister's head. You know, like both of these things, the past and the future, are living in a false truth because we only have this moment now, this moment only, because the past happened. Yep, it did. We can't change that now. Um... And the future will happen, so we can work towards offering um, love to ourselves, to have an open heart and therefore an open mind towards a better future than the one we see in these moments. But we can't go back and we can't be in the future now. We can only be here, right now. So although we know intellectually that there is a lesson for us in these situations, that it's good for our growth, that these obstacles are shaping us, teaching us something, you know, there's a lesson in here. 
it doesn't mean that it's easy to sit with the feelings of that lesson, right? It hurts. And you're having to deal with that human aspect of knowing why it's happening, knowing that your problem, knowing, you know, what's happening doesn't make those feelings go away. They can help you understand. And that understanding shifts you through that victim layer, you know, like the, the victim thinking of it's happening to me, you know, woe is me into more of a, it's happening for me, but it still bloody hurts, right? So, ground your body, breathe into the pain, sense where in your body you might be feeling it. Sit and sense those sensations while your child screams and rages around you or cries and whines. Breathe into opening up your heart, so hand on heart if it helps. Breathing helps to slow the thoughts. Allow them to come up, hear them, acknowledge them, think them. You don't need to grab onto them and swing around the room with them though. You don't need to play out a scenario with those thoughts. You can allow them to pass by. Notice the feeling that may drift in alongside the thought and where in your body you might feel it. Um, you may come up with feelings of shame or embarrassment about maybe how you reacted or how your child's actions will be seen by others. So allow those feelings of shame or guilt to um, or, or grief to arise. Let the tears fall. Let the anger happen and subside and make way for those other feelings beneath the anger allow the belief to arise if it's there because it'll be sitting underneath all of those thoughts and feelings so notice (coughs) excuse me notice that when I'm feeling angry at myself for what happened I'm actually sabotaging my opportunity to connect I'm leaking ego instead of coming into my heart. You know, it's okay because I'm learning a new way of being with myself and therefore a new way of being with others. And I am safe to feel the feelings. I'm safe to think anything that I'm thinking. It will shift. It will shift in time. I don't expect it to shift today, now. I'm committed to take each moment as I sit in it, as as I am here sitting in it. I'm ready to be honest with myself. I'm ready to be authentic. I'm ready to discover what my needs are and then have them met. And I'm going to shift past a superficial surface layer of living and I'm going to get really real within me I'm going to feel the fear of doing this work and I'm going to do it anyway I'm going to merge that light with the dark so that I feel more balanced and grounded so that I can begin to show my child how to do the same and in the times that I feel good or even just neutral I'm going to lean towards gratitude and lightness But I'm going to accept that that is not how I'm going to feel 100% of the time because I am human and sometimes we suffer. I am human 
and I am okay to feel the stuff. So being in this space of of lightness, of gratitude, is for when you feel okay. But when you're in the muck of it, when you're hurt and you're yuck and your mind won't hear any of the positive, that that is the time to sit and allow to release. There's no need to fight it. There's no need to change it or to find a solution. This is the time to hold space for yourself and to truly feel. So when you're in this state, this the darker, yuckier state, you won't find the real answers in that moment. It won't magically appear. You just need to sit in the feeling and in the sensations. And maybe in a couple of hours it will come to you. Or maybe tomorrow it's going to pop into your head. But don't push it. Don't seek the answers. Just sit with what is happening for you. Because, like I say, everyone has dark thoughts. And just becoming aware of them is really powerful. So again, coming back into the body, what sensations are here. I may feel tightness in my chest, constriction in my throat. Maybe there's a tweak in my lower back or my feet feel tired. Just hold space for all of the body sensations. And, and know that you'll no longer resist the fact that they exist. So please say to yourself, I am willing to witness, accept, trust, surrender and love all of this. But to start with, I'm just going to notice what is here. So it may take some time to sense even anything in the body. And this can happen if we're a little bit disconnected from our feelings, and that is okay. So if you don't have that, if you are just like, I feel this is my body, and that's kind of all right now, and maybe it's just thoughts coming up, and there's there's no sensations in the body or feelings that are coming up either, that's also beautifully okay. You begin where you are. Trust the process surrender and give up the fight and then (coughs) sorry there may there may be a wave or a couple of waves of feelings or thoughts that flush over you and that's okay you just deal with each wave as it arrives and you sit with it and maybe you have stories that pop up I'm, I'm not good at this I can't feel anything this is not good I need to get back to my kids, I need to do the washing, I need to go do some work, I don't deserve to have this time on myself, there'll be many excuses that come up to just have this end, or to get away from the situation that you're in, but this is important work to be able to sit with your own feelings, thoughts and beliefs, and to at the very, very least just become aware of them. Holding space for yourself means that you acknowledge the feeling, thought or belief or all of the above and you say to yourself, I've got you, I see you, I hear you, I'm going to get through this and the more that you can do this, the less suffering you have because it's still painful but it's no longer suffering because suffering is when we resist the pain but if you're sitting in the pain, then you're working through it 
And the more you're able to do this, the more you're able to hold space for your own child when they're going through their stuff. Reach out if you need anything further.